0: Because you can so clearly see my T-shirt, and this is the team that I root for in the NFL, I want to just get this out of the way. If you're upset with me, put it in the comment section below. If you're happy for me, put it in the comment section below. If you have a favorite football team, NFL football team, put it in the comment section below. I would love to hear it so that this doesn't distract you the rest of the vote and be like, oh, Tom's wearing a Dallas Cowboys shirt today. <laughs> but here we are. I'm wearing a Dallas Cowboys shirt, and they are my team. All right, everyone. My name is Tom Pounder. I'm the online campus pastor here at New Life Christian Church and a Dallas Cowboy fan ever since the late 1970s, early 1990s. I do remember crying when Joe Montana hit Clark in the back of the end zone uh, for the NFC Championship game. I do remember that. I blocked out when the Redskins beat the Cowboys in the NFC Championship game that other time, but that's neither here nor there. Today, we're going to talk about Therefore, go and make disciples. Okay, go and make disciples. Christ has called us to do that. The biggest question I think when we get is, what does that look like? How do we know who to do? Where where should we go? What should we do? And in today's world, with a smartphone... You have the opportunity to go and make disciples all over the world. Literally, right now, you could get on there and go and make disciples online. You could use Twitter, Facebook, other social media platforms. That's what we do here at New Life. That's what I do personally as well on my personal platforms. You can go and make disciples. The question, though, I think is, what is our calling? Who are we called to go and make disciples to? Because we could go and make disciples to everybody, and that is the encouragement. We want to do that. But I think it can be more clear for us when we get into that rhythm. You know, for instance, I remember very clearly uh, when I was wanting to be a youth minister. I remember clearly uh, the job offer or the job I wanted was to be a high school uh, director. That wasn't available to me where I was looking. They wanted a middle school director. And I remember thinking, man, I do not want to do middle school ministry. That is not in the cards for me. But my future boss told me, I want you to just pray about it, think about it, discover what God wants you to do. And so I do remember very vividly committing time to pray. I wanted to be in this job. I didn't want to do that job. And so I prayed about it. And after a period of time, and it was probably a few weeks, I had this overwhelming peace. It was indescribable of the peace I felt that God was telling me, you need to do middle school ministry and you need to do it here. And that set me off my course on how to do youth ministry for the long term, in which I just wrapped up by 26 years. My my final year doing youth ministry um, was just this past year. And that set me off because I did middle school ministry for many years before I even worked with high school ministry. And so I felt like that put me on the path forward. But I had to go and seek God ...to where he wanted me to go. You know, it, because the reality is when we go and see God, God's going to tell us. I love this passage. Uh, there's going to be two passages I read from Genesis. Genesis chapter 12, verse uh, 1. This is the Ab- the call of Abraham. And it says "As "...the Lord said to Abraham, go from your land, your relatives and your father's house, to the land that I will show you. I will make you into a great nation. I will bless you. I will make your name great, and you will be a blessing." Okay, so Abraham and God had a good relationship. Abraham was constantly seeking after the Lord. And God told him at this time, go to this land, I will make you a blessing. If Abraham wasn't staying connected to God, he wasn't going to know where he needed to go and where he needed to be. And because as we know, it's through Abraham that we have the nation of Israel today. It's through that same lineage. Okay, God did make him into a great nation. He had to go there and go do that. Okay. The reality is he stayed close to God. God revealed Himself to him. Another story uh, is found with Noah. Noah in Genesis chapter six, verse uh, nine, it says this: "These are my family. These are the family records of Noah. Noah was a righteous man, blameless among his contemporaries. And get this: Noah walked with God. Okay. Noah was constantly walking with God." He was blameless. He was righteous. But he was constantly working, walking with God. And God said to him, I need you to go and make an ark. Seemed like crazy. It was crazy. In the middle of the desert, it was crazy. But because he stayed close to God, he walked with God daily. God said to him, go and do this. And no one knew beyond a shadow of doubt, this is what I need to go and do. So it brings me back to us. Are we going to God daily? Are we seeking God daily? How can we really expect to know where to go and what to do if we're not spending that time with God daily? Because the reality is, the more time we spend with God, the more that we can know who he is and his goodness and where he wants us to go. I love this passage from James. It says this in verse 8, draw near to God and he will draw near to you. Okay. Draw near to God and he will draw near to you. The reality is if we want to know where to go, we want to know who to make disciples of and who we can share the good news of God with, we need to spend time with God daily. Spend time with God daily. Spend time with God daily. My challenge for you is that this summer, this time right now, you will spend time with God every single day. And one of the ways that we're going to do that is we're going to encourage you to do it both personally and with you and your family. If you want to do it personally, I would encourage you to text the word Paul to 703-454-5990. We're going to be sending out daily scriptures of Paul's letters to the churches uh, in the New Testament. And he was encouraging them, he was challenging them, and he was encouraging them to spend time with God, but seek him all the time. And so there's a lot of practical stuff in these devotionals. So I want to encourage you, again, text the word Paul to 703-454-5990. You can get those daily scriptures all throughout the summer. We hope you do that. But also a way to help your family spend time with God, we're doing a kids' own family devotional series. And we're going to include the link the link in the show notes um, so you can check on the description and check on that link. If not, you can just also email Cindy at cindyo at newlife.church. But these are a summer devotional series where you will include every day in an email, uh, activity to do, some uh, devotional to read, a short devotional to read with your family a short scripture passage to read, and some questions that talked about as you and your family grow this summer. It's a perfect opportunity for you to go. And when you go and spend time with God daily, you get to understand where God wants you to go in your life, in your faith, and who he wants to share your faith with today. So that's my encouragement for you today. I hope you are a challenge. I hope you sign up for the devotionals. They're a great opportunity for you to grow in your faith and learn more about God and share that with other people. Everyone, let's uh, let's take a minute to pray. Dear Jesus, thank you so much for today. Thank you for who you are. Thank you for what you're doing. And I pray, Lord, that we would go and spend time with you every single day so that we can go and make disciples uh, for you. So, Lord, we thank you. We praise you. We ask for you to reveal yourself to us this summer. It's in your name we pray. Amen. Thanks for being with me, everyone, today. I hope you have a blessed rest of your day.